Julie Leonard is a certified life coach and happiness evangelist and the creator of the Intentional Happiness Circle. Julie truly believes that you do not have to be defined by your past, held back by your limits and beliefs, or remain stuck because of your negative inner critic and fear. Join us as we discuss the journey behind the business. You're listening to the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast, where we empower Black women to acknowledge their fears, doubts, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Julie Leonard. She's a certified life coach and happiness evangelist. Welcome, Julie. Thank you for being a part of the show. Hi, Felicia. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me today. Oh, you are welcome. So, um, I am excited about this conversation because we are going to talk about intentional happiness and removing negative thinking, which all have to do with slaying self-doubt because a lot of doubt comes from negative thinking. And so, but before we get into that, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just how you got started? Yeah, I can. So yeah, I call myself a a life coach and a happiness evangelist because I'm really passionate about happiness and supporting people and spreading the word that you too can change your life and be happy and so let me share a little bit of my journey because I wasn't always as happy as I am (laughs) (laughs) but uh, how I got into it is that um, I come from Scotland so I grew up in Scotland okay and there uh, we don't like to talk about emotions in Scotland Mm. particularly if you're a man it's even harder but we don't talk about emotions and I grew up in a really wonderful family However, my father, um, who's now in his 80s, has experienced depression his whole life. Mm. And so the way that was for him, we didn't talk about it. So I never really understood what it was or what was going on. Yeah. And like he would just be like a lot in his own head and, you know, not really listening to me, you know, just really distracted all the time. Yeah. And as a kid, I didn't really know like how to take that. So I I internalized that as things like I'm not good enough. I'm you know, I don't have an opinion worth listening to you. I've got nothing worth saying. Wow. I took a lot of that on board, you know, and that's how it sort of manifested in me. And um, I really struggled a lot. I was very shy, very anxious as a child. Mm. And um, even in school, school was horrible for me. I got bullied all the way through school. It wasn't oh, no. a great experience. And that just sort of reaffirmed all these limiting beliefs that I had about myself, all this negative self-talk that I had about myself. Yeah. And, uh, well, lots of other things were in the mix about feeling really ugly and really unattractive. And if I was more beautiful, I'd be more popular and mm. all these things. So I had a really tough time of it and I was very shy and really anxious. So I think it's probably no surprise that I went on to study psychology. I was like, <laughs> I need to go and find out what the, what's, what's going, going on, on? <laughs> I don't know what this is all about. And even when I went to university, I was really struggling with like low self-esteem, mm. self-confidence. I was really self-conscious all the time and I made great friends lifelong friends but I couldn't even like walk into the canteen to go and get a coffee with anybody I couldn't walk across the canteen I was so self-conscious and nervous but I did find that I wasn't completely alone I wasn't completely weird you know Mm -hmm. I found like five people that are like yeah we all feel the same way and psychology really spoke to me I just love like understanding people and it really helped me get to understand myself more and the family yeah. dynamics and stuff and I was really drawn it just felt like this is my path and so 
I didn't want to be a psychologist, but it was really hard to get into the next stage of the course and stuff. So I started going out and working and I worked in mental health services. I worked in the charity sector. And okay. Stuff. Like it was amazing. I could really go into people's homes. I went to women's homes and worked with them. And that's yeah. just amazing. And I realized I don't want to be a psychologist stuck in an office somewhere. I want to get out there and yes. help people. And I had such a privilege for over 20 years working with women in the comfort of their own homes mm-hmm. and hearing their stories and what was going on. I worked with a lot of trauma and abuse mm. um, and the whole spectrum of mental health. And um, I really went in there with this whole idea of not just supporting someone not to feel as depressed or as anxious or stuck, but yeah. to go like a stage further, you know, to like really live life because yeah. so many people were just existing. Yeah. And so... I would say to people, you know, like, what does recovery mean to you? What, what is it you're looking for? And they would always say, I want to be happy. Mm. And so I'd be like, well, what does that mean to you? And so we'd look at what they wanted and I'd break it down and we'd work through it, you know, emotionally, practically, socially, yeah. we'd do stuff. And I didn't realize then I was coaching, but that's what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I was basically coaching people, yeah, you know, like, how sure. can you have the life that you really want? And believing yeah. that they could have the life that they wanted. And a lot of these women... Had been told, you know, like you're an anxious woman, you're a depressed woman, you've got mm. personality disorder, you've got whatever, yeah. you know, like and like this is it. And I'm like, no, this yeah. is so not it. You can have anything you want. And I just felt really passionate about that. And then um, about six years ago, I moved to Munich, Germany, met okay. the love of my life, uh, and he's here. Uh, I live in Italian, <laughs> so <laughs> went to Romania for a yeah. wedding. An Italian living in Munich, and here I am now here. And I really still wanted to work with women, so I set myself up as a life coach. So I kind of had this like professional thread going. Yeah. But then parallel is like my own story. So here I am, like feeling really anxious, nervous, tons of self doubt, really critical. What a dreadful inner voice all the time. And um, I ended up in a relationship that was ended up really not great for mm. a long time he had a lot of issues that I didn't know about and I stayed way longer than I should have done mm, years, years <laughs> longer. and I'm talking years I was with him for 16 years and oh a lot wow of them were not great yeah but it did come to a head eventually and I remember I was like early 30s and sitting on the couch one day just sitting there and being like gosh what's what's going on yeah and I think someone had invited me out to go you know for a drink or something and mm. I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. Mm. You know, this really amazing professional life. Personally, I was still really struggling. Yeah. And um, I just remember thinking, like, what's more scary to like stay like this or to go out and face my fears? Wow. Yeah. And I really remember sitting there, trying to look at my little cat. He just passed away recently. Then look at my cat and looking. He looking at me, and I'm like, no, I I, I want more than this. Yeah. I to live. And I just, that was the kickstart for me to really take all the stuff I'd been doing with all the women I was working with. Yeah. Really, really using it on myself. And, you know, here I am today chatting to you. You probably, you you can see me here. Yes. So I- you see me and you're like, yeah, she looks really quiet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like try and stop me talking. Now. Right. And but so- no, the, the crazy part, I, what I, this interesting about your story, which is about so many of our stories is how it starts at such a very young age. And I think yeah. a lot of times as, you know, as a parent, I'm very aware of the fact that a lot of the things that were in me, ha- you know, were as a result of whatever it is, you know, how, 
however my parents raised me or whatever it is they thought was best at that time. Um, and we, as parents, we, we do the best that we can all the time. And there's no book because if it was nobody's yeah. reading it but <laughs> um, be millionaires by right <laughs> exactly but there's no there's no right answer the only thing is that you can kind of learn through it but one of the things that kind of similar is that I realized like my own I like I didn't realize not thinking back like I probably was an anxious kid but I didn't notice it until I was like older and I had kids mm -hmm. and my anxiousness showed up in my kids and then mm -hmm. having to like tell them like don't be like that and then it's just like well where did they get that from and then I'm like well no they act the same way I act which means that that's already in me and so how do I tell them to be different when I'm actually displaying the exact same thing and so mm -hmm. it was like this cycle that just keeps happening that now we have open conversations about it like if you're nervous or you're afraid like tell me that's fine let's let's talk it out so that we can figure out what it is some of it is in your head some of it is not and you know in your eyes it's something that you need to be afraid of um, but it's not necessarily that's exactly what's happening and what do you like you said what do you think about yourself what is it and it, are you hearing me correctly when I say something to you, I now have them repeat it. Like, what did you hear me say? Because sometimes what we yeah. say to people, they hear something else and you're like, I didn't even say that. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? You, you, you're listening through kind of your muffled ears and I'm like, okay, no, repeat it back. And then once I know that they have it, then I'm like, okay, I know that you understand. But um, it's like that journey. And yeah. also when you were saying how like your personal life and your professional life will mm -hmm. parallel, but how, how often do we, are we giving to other people, giving great advice, watching them blossom? And we like, why can't I take my own <laughs> advice? And I think it's the same yeah. thing. Like you said, like, when I think back to how long I've been, you know, my family calls me the wise one. And, you know, I would notice that people would always come to me for advice. And I'd be like, I don't know why people would tell me this story, but it was something in me that I didn't realize at that time that they saw what I didn't see, right? And mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for that because now I'm here able to talk to all of these women to be able to say, like, share your story because like like you said, by looking at you, I would never know that. Yeah. And that's the misconception. People look at you and make an assumption about your entire life and they mm -hmm. I just think they're like oh they never had any problems they never had any issues I wish I <laughs> right wish. Like, where <laughs> yeah show me the person that's yes. not got any issues Everyone's and I definitely want to commend you for breaking the cycle because you mm -hmm. could have very easily have taken you know your dad's issues and how you like you internalize them and you then could have just stayed in that space but mm -hmm. you chose otherwise so that also goes into the whole you know intentionally being happy and choosing something different yeah. um so i'm I, I you know i commend you for that because that's hard <laughs> like when we are able to look yeah. back at what our parents have done or our grandparents or what is in our family and say no that stops today i do not want that for me i don't want that for my mm. children i would don't want that for my future i have to change it you, you gotta make some you know do some work it, it takes work but you just got to be consistent mm -hmm. with it so um, you've got to be conscious about it haven't you you've got to consciously decide what you want and I think yeah. it's it's quite obvious that my father literally lives with the ghosts of his past wow he's still sitting going about what happened when he was four you know he goes over 70 years ago or yeah. what happened 50 years ago and I was like I don't you know and I'm, I'm a coach so I'm all about the future the present yeah. and the future I mean yeah. I've gone the opposite way 
yeah. but it's so important. You said so many fantastic points there. Um, the whole thing is like, you know, I really believe that you're born completely pure and innocent. You, mm-hmm. know, you, don't, you don't come out of the womb and go, oh, I look a bit fat. I don't have any hair, you know, right. I'm, like, oh, well, I'm really ugly. You know, we don't do that. You know, how, how we get to this point in our lives is shaped by all the influences, our culture, our yeah. society, the generation that we're in. You know, what our parents say to you, you know, quite directly or inadvertently, which yeah. a lot of the time as well, they don't mean, they mean their best, but inadvertently they, they do stuff, you know, school, your peers, yeah. all your experiences, everything adds up. Yeah. And so like, I say this because for two reasons, one is don't, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. If you are where you're at, if you're feeling stuck right now, or you're stuck with your limiting beliefs and negative thoughts, don't beat yourself up. There's a yeah. good reason how you've got to this point. Yeah, absolutely. But secondly, I tell you because you can completely change it. And I'm yes. not saying it because like, hey, look at me, I did it. You can be happy too. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, that, yeah, I hope I share my story because I want to inspire others that you can be different. Yeah. We know it from research, from science. We know about neuroplasticity. We know that you can change your brain. It's not fixed. And I meet so many women who go, well, you know, this is just who I am. You yeah. know, I am the anxious person. I'm a warrior. I'm not that confident. And well, I can't be that. That's just who I am. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. who you are is who you want to be. Yeah. And I think consciously choose it. Yeah. And I think to add to that is um, I told somebody a while ago, like, if you want to change your circle, change your circle. And some of that has to do with the people that are around you. I've heard plenty of people say that you are the result of the five people closest to you and who they are is a reflection of you. And so if you're around a whole bunch of people who are negative or if those people are putting you down or making you feel like you are, like they're not encouraging you or making you feel like that, what the things that you're saying about yourself, like, girl, no, that's not true. Then you, you, you may re, need to reevaluate your circle, but also think about what you're thinking about yourself. What are you telling yourself? And th- like you said, like it is, you can change that. You, the same way you're telling yourself the negative thoughts, if you start telling yourself the positive thoughts, then you will believe it and you can manifest that into whatever it is that you want mm-hmm. it to be. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, that is really good. So how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Do you want immediate access to new episodes, products, events, and freebies? Join the Slaying Self-Doubt family today at www.feliciawallace.com. That's www.p-h-i-l-i-c-i-a-w-a-l-l-a-c-e.com. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. And like, let's be clear on this as well. Like, like I'm in a really good place mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm thankful for life. I've got a lot of good opportunities. I, I work hard for where I'm at. There's a lot going, but every day I still battle things as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'm not in the place where like, Hey, I've got it all sus and all sorry, because the more you go out there, the more you want to develop yourself, the more yeah. you do every day I challenge myself. So every day, all this stuff comes up. I'm always like, Oh, here's an, I thought I dealt yeah. with that one. Here's another one coming. Yeah. And I really like to think about it, like not like we talk about like getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I talk more about let's expand you, let's grow your confidence so that you expand into your comfort zone. Mm. So that, you know, it's not that fear of like, I've got to get out into something. Yeah. But like, I'm just going to keep working on myself and growing. So every day I'm challenging myself. So, I mean, self-doubt showed up in a lot of ways, particularly in a lack of confidence and belief in myself. So yeah. it showed up in like, 
the choices I made or the people that I dated, you know, thinking this is all I'm worth or I'm so lucky someone likes me. Wow. Or I'll put up with this behavior when someone just treated me really poorly or, you know, I'm so thankful that I've got somebody in my life. You know, that was a big way it showed up. Yeah. You know, like being in, in, you know, dating boys that weren't really that great and settling that and staying in something longer than I should have. So that really showed up. Um, You know, that was a big one for me. And just like, you know, I think like how it affects like your joy in life, like not being mm. able to enjoy stuff fully because, you know, you're constantly battling this inner thought all yeah, the time. Yeah. So like, you know, not having so much joy for a long time and yeah, always putting other people first. So being a giver wow. and not always putting myself first, I would say like, and those are kind of classic things that women do, but you know, like putting everybody's needs to, you know, and in, in my relationship I was in, it ended up very very difficult and like it literally almost killed me you know like you know because I was just like oh I have to really look after this person yeah it's all about him and I was like you know it really lit quite literally almost killed me that's a whole other podcast story in itself that one yeah you know but um and so now it shows up more like when I meet resistance so Mm. I notice that you know I want to do something and I'm like oh I'd love to do that but I kind of oh I kind of avoid it or something so like for me like about Six months ago, I went on this incredible um, uh, mastermind retreat in Italy with all these really high-level, uh, successful entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So I managed to sneak my way into that one. <laughs> and, uh, and but there I was. See, I've said that. There's me joking about yeah. it. There I was. I was. It was an invite only. I was allowed to come. They invited me. They invited and you. Here, but here I had this imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, oh, but they're even more successful than me. Yes. They're sitting in a room, and I got on great, and I got great connections with them. Here I was like, oh, gosh, I really feel like I don't belong in here. Like yeah. they're all more successful than me or they know what they're doing more than me. And, and then I had to really work on it. And it was a good experience because it really, really challenged me. Yeah. And then from that, they were saying like, you know, I was saying like, this is where I want to go on my journey. I really want to be out there as the happiness scientist. I want people to know my message. I'm so passionate. And they're yeah. like, you need to go out there and speak and write. And I'm like, ah. and I love chatting, as you can see. One to one is awesome. But put me in a stage and I'm like, oh. yes. <laughs> so that's what I've done. So here I'm, I'm showing up week after week doing these podcasts with yeah. you, like you and all these other ones. And I've done summits and I'm writing a book, but gosh, then it's like, oh, these blocks come up and this resistance comes up and it's like, where does that come from? But I'm meeting it. I'm exploring it and I'm pushing through it. And I'm yeah. stuff. So what I would say is like, yeah, the stuff that's really holding you now, you want to work on, but it's all, it's an ongoing journey. You yeah. know? I don't sit in a little bubble of happiness. You know, it's like my life is good. And yes. I, really, I could just say something like for me, happiness is about resilience, mm. balance. That's what it is. It's not about like everything's just perfect and rosy yeah. and nothing happens. It's about when stuff happens in life, I, I've got the tools and the ability and the inner strength to handle what comes my way. Yeah. That's what happiness means to me. So that's what I've got. Now I've got this like, masses of tools and I can examine what's going on and I can hopefully keep pushing through. And that's what I do every day. So self-doubt shows up all the time. It's, yeah. it's just whether it, it, it stops you in your tracks or it helps you grow and expand more. Absolutely. I, um, um, everybody knows my journey that when I started podcasting in the very beginning, I was so nervous about it. I had this assumption that I needed to be 
rid of self-doubt before I could even say let's slay self-doubt right and then um I was very much so just like trying to get my thoughts together and it very you know God was basically like this is a journey you have to show people you're going through it and because that's how you resonate with other people and that's how you build relationships and connections and people can see themselves in you because otherwise Mm -hmm. it's not it's not real right because they just assume oh well I come out here and I say oh well these are the things that I did and now I'm perfect or I'm healed or I'm better and it's like no every day is a new thing when I first started I didn't want to do interviews I I was uncomfortable with sharing my story how was I about to ask somebody else to share theirs right Mm -hmm. and then when it came time to like okay this is the next thing you need now to interview I was like "Uh, I'm gonna only interview people I know and so then it was (laughs) like no I need you to expand and then it's like what like you want me to go talk to strangers like (laughs) and even though like you said it's one-on-one where it's this computer it's still like every time I get started on the interview I'm just like you have this I have a whole affirmation board that I'm like you know there's uh you're worthy you're deserving there's power in your voice there's a reason like someone is connected to you and you need to do this for that person and like you said, it's a journey. It does not have every day. I'm like you said, battling something else to mm-hmm. remind myself that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Despite my past, despite whatever it is I've been through, I've overcome all of those things. So it's a reminder to me to say, Hey, you went through this some time ago and you didn't think you were going to make it through and you did. And so now that we're here, if on a scale of one to 10, that thing was a nine and this is a two, well, we can definitely move forward because you got through the nine, like you like. And so I think that, like you said, having the tools to be able to just be intentional about what it is that you want to do. And every day it doesn't, always work out where you actually overcome your self-doubt some days you're like I just need to sleep it's not working today my you know my spidey (laughs) yes and and when those the days happen like you have to give yourself that time and I I, to your points earlier like I I always tell people give yourself some grace like Mm -hmm. you deserve that we give grace to other people willingly like oh they didn't mean to do that they are okay like give yourself like we're too hard on ourselves a lot of times and so I think that if we just really just like just take a breath like realize that you're not perfect nobody is perfect we're all figuring this thing out every single one of us we may be a little bit ahead everybody may be a little bit ahead of other people but just like you said going to that um summit or that convention like you felt like you didn't belong but if it was invitation only you got invited which means they wanted you there right and so sometimes we get asked to be somewhere and then we like how did I get here well someone was looking for you and I I'm always reminded of people say like your name is being spoken in rooms that you don't even know of right now like somebody is talking about you saying oh I want this person here I and and you don't even know that so you just got to keep going on your journey so in your journey what has have you learned about yourself that you didn't know before thank you for tuning in every week your support does not go unnoticed if you truly love this podcast please remember to share subscribe rate and review mm, that's a lovely question i know <laughs> i think i think that um what in my journey what it really taught me is that uh, i'm stronger than i think mm. like i'm way stronger and like i've got this there's got this drive in me even when i was really you know, kind of crippled with my self-doubt and negative thinking. There's always something in me that wants to keep pushing forward. Yeah. 
there's a drive in me to succeed. Yeah. Even if it's a bumpy road and I'm constantly battling with myself, there's a real desire in me to succeed and to keep moving forwards. And yeah, and through all of this, I realized that I can handle stuff. Yeah. And I really, I remember going, when I was in this relationship and it was very, very difficult, a really difficult point. It was, and it seems so obvious now, but it was just this moment where I was driving and I was like, do you know what? I, I can survive this. Mm. And it was just that moment. And it sounds so silly now when you see it, because it's kind of obvious, but it was just like, it might not be nice, the yeah. other side yeah. of this, and it might be pretty yeah. rough for a while, but I can survive this. And I think it's that kind of what kill, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. In yes. a sense. You know, I kind of had that kind of feeling. So I think that kind of now having that philosophy of like, even if it's really awful, mm-hmm. I can handle stuff and I will get through it. Yeah. What will be, will be. So, and then the other thing, I guess the last thing, just picking up what you said there as well, is like, I, you know, what I'm teaching right now, I'm, I'm running this uh, 21 day self-compassion journey for people mm. and I'm loving this so much. And so I think that's also what I learned about myself was to have more compassion for myself yeah. and to accept myself and to accept myself. Like you're saying, like you talk about perfect, you use the word perfect all the time. And I do love this sort of uh, imperfectly perfect that we mm. talk about now, yeah. you know, like I learned to accept that, yeah, I am really chatty <laughs> and that's just who I am. Yeah. Or leave it. I can write <laughs> great for podcasts, isn't it? Right. Um, but, you know, like take it or leave it. That's, I'm not going to be ashamed or embarrassed by the fact that I like yes. to talk. Yeah. I'm super clumsy, you know, like I just learning like that's just part of me and like, yeah. I don't need to be perfect, but who I am is, is good. Like I'm a kind, good person. Everything mm-hmm. I do is for the heart. I'm authentic. I really believe I'm authentic. Yeah. And that's what it is when we're here doing this chat. That's why we're connecting. Like yeah. you're coming from a place of authenticity. You generally want to help people. And that's 30 years now I've been doing this. That's why I call myself a happiness evangelist. I want genuinely want to reach women and go, don't be how I was sitting alone in your room alone in your own head feeling like this is it because it's yeah. not and that's my passion and I think these are the things that I've discovered about myself and those so, are yeah, and just really be kinder to yourself yeah Stop talking to yourself in such a horrific way yeah no I think those are both of those are really really good I love the self-compassion because I think it's very easy mm-hmm. for us to just like go down that one you know we you know the whole comparison thing you see somebody else doing something and then you're like oh I you know they're doing this but I'm not doing it. I could be doing it a little bit better I'm you know you have this thought process that you're not good enough you're not mm-hmm. and it's like no um I did an episode a couple of months ago maybe it was last year about once I really realized that I do suffer from anxiety which is also a part of my self-doubt right and so mm-hmm. it was like this thing that was a part of me that I was very hidden that I was like would it make me seem like I'm not you know regular with my air quotes right <laughs> or if I'm not like everybody else not and then normal. I'm right yeah I'm not normal <laughs> but it was like no this is me I, I am who I am I can't do anything about it um and I'm not and on top of that I've realized that that is what God is using in me to be able to be authentic to other people because I'm showing you when I'm having these moments I'm showing you my I'm being vulnerable I'm being transparent Mm -hmm. I don't know how to be any other way I tell people all the time the same person you hear on the podcast is the same person you're gonna see in in person like this is me I'm Mm -hmm. I am me and like it or love it 
you know, I'm not changing for anybody. Um, one of the other things you said earlier uh, was about like choosing you and, um, mm -hmm when you said about realizing that you could overcome that situation, I think a lot of times that with that strength that you were talking about, that we minimize how strong we are, right? So that we don't feel like we, like we don't want to look weak, but we also don't want to look too strong, right? Because sometimes that has a negative connotation too. But really our strength is what allows us to do a lot of stuff that we're doing that your strength allows you to be able to be happy allows you to be able to slay yourself down it allows you to be able because you need to be stronger than the part of you that is that is that is bringing you down right and so if we tap into our strengths we realize we can do it and we have done it it may not look the exact same way but if you did one thing before and you overcame that you can overcome something else and so it, when we keep that reminder that we have it in us to do like that I, I feel like that that will definitely just change that we just have to change the way we think so speaking of thinking mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. how as you're going into intentional, ha intentional happiness mm -hmm. and you're creating this for your clients, um, tell us about that. What, what, what does that mm -hmm. look like practically so that there's something that there's a woman out here or oh man who listens to this that realizes that, you know what, I'm ready. I'm ready to choose my happiness, not the world's happiness or I would, you know, Julie says it's happy or Felicia says it's happy, but I yeah. want my happiness, whatever it is that looks like. What are some practical steps that we can take to be able to get that? Want to connect with me before the next episode drops? Come follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Slaying Self Doubt. I can't wait to meet you. So yeah, I really wanted to, it really sort of evolved with talking about happiness into, and like a lot of people were asking about goal setting because obviously as a coach, mm. you do a lot of goal setting. And I was like, it's, it's something more than that. It's not just having goals. I want, it, just was sort of brewing in me and about being more conscious and intentional about what you do yeah and yeah that's how I sort of I coined this intentional happiness and um, I've got this intentional happiness circle that I run with people so it's it's really about how most of the time we are so busy mm. in life that we kind of react to life rather than be proactive in yeah. our lives and I guess right now as we're recording this, some of us have been able to hit hit pause in a sense because we're in a different situation. Yeah. But and so we can reflect on what's important. This is an unusual time where we can actually take time to to stop and think. Yeah. Yeah. But generally speaking, and I say that as myself, who's like quite intentional and really intentional, but like, you know, still busy. You know, life is busy. So you go through the day, you go through the week. How many times do you go like, I can't believe it's Friday already? Right. And, then like, and then you're like, oh, it's summer. Oh, it's Christmas. How can it be Christmas? It's yes. November. How is it winter? Oh, you know. How many times do you utter those words? I can't believe it's Christmas already. And all that stuff, you know. Yeah. And how many times do you say like, oh, I really wanted to do that this year. But I never got it done. I don't have enough time. You know, like how many times do we utter each day? I don't have enough time. Or yeah. I really wanted to work on that, but it didn't happen. Or got so many clients that say like oh this would make me happy you know I, I, I live in the beautiful city of Munich in Germany mm. we have these gorgeous Christmas markets here like fairy tale markets are just beautiful it's just lovely you got your your mulled wine and all oh the markets. wow it's absolutely gorgeous it's beautiful it's really beautiful here people travel from all around the world to come you know and I've got clients who go oh, I love the Christmas markets but I won't get there this year I'm too busy you know and I'm like but they make you happy you know or yeah you know, I really love going to the theater but you know I, yeah I don't have time and and I was just like mm, this is what it's about that 
first of all, it's working out how how happy you are at the moment. So mm. knowing where you are right now. So like, you know, we'll give you like my link at the end, but I've got like a happiness quiz. So it's like, how, how happy are you now? What's going uh, on yeah. in your life right now that's like, you know, could be a lot better. So you, you know, know where you are now. Then it's really about seeing where you want to go, being clear on that. Yeah. And it is about those goals, but it's like, what is a priority to you? Mm. What is truly important? So, you know, you might, you, you might say like, you know, I might say for me, like, hey, you know, like, you know, my family, my kid is important. I've got a five-year-old. Yeah. Then if I'm just like constantly running around doing stuff and not actually spending time with him, yeah. how can I really say like he's- He's important. important. Yeah. Yeah. Or like last year, you know, health is a big one for most people. So last year I was experiencing some health stuff. Nothing ma- major serious, but, you know, it was affecting my quality of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kept going, yeah, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I'd like to deal with this. That's, you know, and I was eating healthily, but I needed to be really conscious. I yeah. Have to do something seriously about this. And so for me, like, this is a good example. So being intentional was right. I want to work on my health because I'm, I'm feeling like hormonal. I'm feeling like I had like really bad histamine levels that mm. were really affecting my life, like silly you know, on an inhaler and stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, okay, not life threatening, but like interfering with my life. Yeah. And no, like, that's not important. And this is not how many live. Right. Yeah. So I consciously got in touch with someone who's a nutritionist. I had my consultations. I did lots of tests. I did this massive detox program. I then, so every day I was consciously choosing what I eat. I yeah. was consciously working on this is what I'm eating. I am being healthy. This is yeah. what I do. And I felt amazing. I felt yeah. amazing doing it. But that's different from going like, I should be a bit healthier. It's like, yeah. you know, my diet now is so important because I feel incredible. I have energy and yeah. so much better. So that's what it is. It's like, you know, relationships are important to me. So I go, yeah, friendships are important. It's like, no, what do I do every day towards mm, that? Every mm. day I'm messaging a friend. Yeah. You know, I'm meeting up with people. I'm writing a letter. I'm sending a message. I send a little postcard or whatever. Yeah. You know, like it's showing up. If your relationship, if your husband or wife or partner, whoever it is, is important to you, yeah. and you work on it, then consciously every day. Yes. And the other stuff, it falls away. The two hours that you spend on Facebook scrolling, <laughs> that, okay, I'm not saying don't ever be on I Facebook. Know, I'm, but we're guilty. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> we're all guilty of it. Yeah. Like, And I'm not saying don't be on social media, but be in control of that. If you're saying you've not got time, yeah. then what is important? Does two hours zoning out on social media yeah when you could be you a better relationship else. with a friend yeah. or does it help you study or does it you know mean that you've got time to cook or hit the gym or whatever it is you yeah. want to do so i'm all about being proactive not reactive yeah so consciously going like what's important and what am i going to do every day that takes me forward towards that I love that um, because actually all the things that you hit were the things that for me this year, <laughs> for me this year were the things that like when I transitioned um, out of my nine to five into entrepreneurship, I definitely was like, what are my priorities and my priorities and what I valued was my marriage, my, my children, my health my relationships with other people not that that didn't mean that everything else I didn't value but who who were the thing what were the things I wanted to invest in invest my time in because like you said 
we say we don't have time all the time, right? But I have, I, I intentionally, so Instagram is my guilty pleasure. And so I intentionally have like this, you know, it has a timer to let you know how long you've been on, right? And every day, even if it hasn't been like two straight hours, but every day I get this alert that says you've been on Instagram for two hours. Now, the reality is, is that, okay, was I doing something for my business on there or was I just scrolling? And if I, you know, am I being intentional about the time that I'm, I'm on Instagram, you know, and sometimes it's okay. If it's a, a chill day, I'm not doing anything. I might, you know, be on there for that period of time. But when I think about it, if I get to the end of the day, like, dang, I meant to do this or I meant to do that. And it's like, but you spent two hours on Instagram. So you did have time to do it. Mm-hmm. You just didn't, it wasn't important to you. And so even mm-hmm. when you talk about the, the, the health portion of it, right? Like that's a big thing to me. And I said this offline, I've been trying to lose weight for the last 10 years, <laughs> but have I truly been intentional about it and the answer is no I I really haven't like maybe sometimes I have but for the most part no I haven't I haven't taken the same uh, intentionality and the same purpose and the same um like I don't I I value my life Mm -hmm. I value you know I want to be here for my kids I want to be here for my grandkids my great grandkids if possible um but if I don't value it right now those things that I want to do in the future may or may not Mm -hmm. happen or even if I'm there like you said it may affect my quality of life so what do we need to do now to be able to have the things that we want in the future and I so I love that to me that was just confirmation that (laughs) okay you need to get your health back together girl you already said that <laughs> and it's all it's it's like the big things like that but it's also other stuff like often when we set goals we don't think about setting goals that are for joy for fun yeah a lot of serious stuff you know so like think about the things that make you happy so like for me i love music i love rock music i love mm-hmm. going to live music and when i moved to munich i didn't do any of that i didn't know where to go i didn't have anyone to go with blah, blah, yeah blah. and then i started realizing like yeah i do want to go it makes me so happy and so I decided I would go myself. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Germany. No one talks to you here. It's fine. So <laughs> no one bothers me again. If it was Glasgow, it'd be a hassle. But there, it's fine. But I was like, no. And, you know, I might be nervous finding a venue, going yeah. in. It's all a different language. My German is still terrible, but I can order a beer, so we're fine. <laughs> you know, I'm all right. But, you know, I was just like, no, I'm going to go. And it's like, I don't, it doesn't matter if I have to go myself. It makes me happy. Yeah. I consciously choose to spend my precious time and my precious money because it's really expensive. Yes. Here to go to concerts so yeah. that, that makes me so happy yeah. or reading books makes me really happy so I consciously make time to read books every day I set aside time for I'm reading a book wow you know so it's like what are the things that make you feel happy what are yeah. the things that bring you joy yeah. what are the things that will take you forward in the life you wish to lead so the big stuff the big goals the career goals and mm-hmm. the work you want the things that are truly truly important in life that we all start to realize is actually what's important yeah smaller stuff the stuff that brings you joy if it's baking cakes or being in the sun or riding your bike or whatever it is then be- do it don't talk yeah. about it and don't yeah. get distracted by the people that don't make you happy or the yeah. things you're obliged to do or getting caught up with other stuff prioritize the stuff that really brings you joy 
Yeah. And as you were saying that, one of the things that I thought about is that when you're happier, it makes the people around you happy. Right. So imagine you going sure. to that concert and you're like, oh, I, even though I had to do it by myself, I had such a great time. I think about the times that um, I've done things for myself, mm -hmm. by myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, OK, guys, what do you want to do next? Because now I'm so Absolutely. happy. I'm just like the kids are like, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you, mommy? I'm like, it doesn't you know, because now I'm it's like my love tank has been filled. Right. And so now it's I'm sorry. like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's go. What do you want to do? I want to make you happy. I want you to feel the same way that I feel. But when mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm just so like out of it and I don't I haven't really invested any time in myself. It, you know, like you're, you're draining yourself to make other people happy okay. as opposed to like filling your own cup and then being like, okay, this is what so I have to give. And so we're, we're going, and it's like a cycle. You have to do that. So, um, like the fact that you say you make sure that you read something every single day, like what do you need to do every day that'll bring you happiness? So some, for me, it's like, I have been walking a lot more, um, because Great. you know we're kind of limited in what we can do now during this season, oh, right? Yeah, but when I when I get finished walking, I'm like, oh, I have energy, right? Because that's the way exercise works. You know, it, it energizes you. And so then I'm like, okay, all right, what do you want to do with the kid? Oh, they want to go outside. Okay, well let's go outside. Let's do this. And but if mommy's good, then I'm able to be um, present for the people around me and be able to pour into the relationships that are important to me so um those are really really good things yeah you're totally right it's like that self-care is like it's yeah. so essential because when you're in a good place you're a better version of yourself you're yes. a better mom a better wife a better friend a better colleague better yeah. coach, all these things you're just better that way but also then when you're living a really intentionally happy life mm -hmm. it's got a ripple effect yeah touch people you, yeah you, you know so you know me posting here i'm at a gig on my own blah blah, blah. people have said to me well, you totally inspire me yeah to go do stuff you yeah know? Like, so many people are like i wasn't going to do it but i couldn't do it now or like you just you you spread out that positivity yeah people see that they want to be like that you attract more of those people to you it's it's just it's got this huge ripple effect around us so like you know, we often feel, and I know those times right now are really tough. I really, yeah. you know, all due respect with what's going on. But the more that you work on you, the yeah. more you affect the people around you and around you and around you. And I totally believe that happiness and love spread yes. and kindness spreads. And there's more love than hate in the world. So like, yes. be your authentic self, be your happiest self, because that's not selfish. It's it's good to put yourself yeah. first and let your happiness, but you also then affect all the people around you and then they affect other people and we build that. So go for it. Absolutely. You, you, you have me now thinking, what do I need to do today to make myself happy? I'm going to try to think of something every day for it. I'm going to give myself some time and say, okay, I'm going to do something today and just continue to, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to like, even what you say, like reading a book, no. it doesn't have to be anything major. It doesn't have to be like going somewhere or doing something, especially during these times. Um, I think if you just, the little things, if it's spending time with your kids, if it's talking to a friend, if it's, you know, um, playing a game, like you said, listening to music, whatever it is that brings you joy i would just encourage anybody who's listening to just spend an hour doing that one thing that makes you happy so that you're able to just like be with yourself and just um kind of come to a, a a piece about wherever you are um julie thank you so much i'm like the whole time i've been smiling through this whole thing so your <laughs> happiness is contagious <laughs> So how can that's my goal in life, spread <laughs> happiness. <laughs> how can people connect with you? 
Yeah, I'd love for people to connect with me. So you can find me on julieleonardcoaching.com. And I also have a, a really lovely Facebook group called The Happiness Club. Oh, love to share that. It's for women. Okay. Um, and it's called Happiness Club. We do lots of inspiring quotes and information and events and challenges. And I also run, particularly at the moment, uh, a weekly Happiness Club online live. So internationally, all women join. Oh, nice. Every week we talk about something amazing to do with happiness. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, so come join me live. Come talk to me. Come discuss happiness and just yeah, come in the happiness club. Come and be part of the tribe. That that is awesome. Well, I will have all that information in the show notes so that everybody can connect with you and start following you and be able to be happy and choose their own happiness. Thank you so much, Julie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so the serenity prayer goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Until next week, see ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Until next week, see ya.